Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my musical fiend of a friend. It's Frank. How are you today? This is the life. This is the life, this is the life, beer with geeks. Nice, nice, good bit. That was my, I think that was the best song in the movie. I, I think it was too, it was my favorite. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good stuff. Frank, we're going to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom today, but why don't you... Um, tick, Tock, Tell Me uh, what you are <laughs> drinking today. Uh, yeah, so I have been digging through the beers that are that are in my fridge and and just trying to to finish what's there. You know, I, I've had a few like stragglers left. Um, I am polishing off one last uh, Harpoon Duncan Pumpkin. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you really back dark back, back to fridge. back to like October. Um, but yeah, uh, it is it is their their coffee. Uh, porter uh, made with Dunkin' Donuts, a partnership with Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. it is oh, so, so good. So, so good. So, um, yeah, I didn't realize this will have one of these kicking around, but I'm enjoying it. So, there yeah. you go. All right. Well, very good for you, my friend. Now, uh, Frank, this um, this movie that we're going to talk about is about the theater. So I thought yes. I would go a little fancy with my drink. Something a little, uh, you know, a little, you know, like under the, you know, under the table. Maybe you haven't heard of it. It's maybe it a little highbrow for you. Mm, Let me throw true. it out there for you. It's a Stella Artois. Ooh, yeah, that's a Stella so fancy. Artois. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. The Stella Artois. But you know, like it's just know. for those. It's just for those fancy, fancy theater people. I don't know. That sounds um, really. Fan- it sounds like some kind of a something I should be drinking out of a chalice or something. Yes, I, actually, that would that would serve you well. Oh, sometimes yeah? when oh. you when you get a Stella Artois, um, sometimes they actually come with a chalice. Well, so what do you know, you know, chalice included, not with the one that I'm drinking though. I was too lazy to uh, get it from uh, the top cabinet. Uh, but I do have a chalice for it. You know, it is oh so delicious that way. But yeah, Stella Artois. Nice. I don't ever go to a bar and order like that, though. How do, like, <laughs> so uh, what, do you, hey, what do you? What are your beers like? Bubble? Oh, the Stella Artois. <laughs> All right, champ. Like whatever. All right, calm down. Yeah. Do you also want the Heineken? <laughs> like yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Frank, we're here to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, the um, semi-autobiographical musical uh, written by, um, well, based on the concept by Jonathan Larson, uh, 
uh, based on the then the the musical that turned into a film by directorial debut Lin Manuel Miranda, the king himself. Yes, um, starring. Andrew Garfield, who we can and cannot confirm, is in the newest Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're hearing this, you'll know. Yeah, we'll definitely know for sure, but we don't know right now. We definitely know, but we don't know. We know. Um, but we know. We know. So anyway, um, we are um, we are here to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom, though, not Spider-Man. We're here to talk about the other magnificence that is Andrew Garfield in other acting roles. Frank, what is your exposure to Jonathan Larson, and uh, did you like this movie? Um, yes, I like this movie a lot. Uh, my exposure to Jonathan Larson is basically just Rent, um, and I knew of Tick, Tick, Boom. I knew that it was the show he did before Rent. Um, I didn't realize that it was autobiographical um, until mm. seeing the film, um, but I knew that it was <clears throat> beloved in the theater community. And uh, sort of an underground uh, cult classic, let's say, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I was excited to 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 see it because it's something I'd always heard about and heard that it was great, but never got to see. Um, so I I really really enjoyed the film. I I, I love knowing how much Lin Manuel Miranda how much passion he brings to it because he is a he was hugely influenced by Jonathan Larson to to go into theater. Um, as a career, oh, I did not know as that. a career. Um, so it's it like Jonathan Larson was his, not his introduction to theater, but that sort of the first sort of contemporary theater uh, writer um, that uh, that influenced um, Lynn to pursue it more seriously. Um, he said that seeing Rent really, really changed um, his his perspective on theater and made it something he wanted to actually do. So, um, so there you go. That is very cool. I did. I did not know that at all. That's a, a that's a lovely connection. I mean, Jonathan Larson is huge in the theater community. He really did change musical theater yes. um, in a very profound way with with Rent, uh, which I uh, saw in college. Maybe okay. I saw. Yeah, college. I saw. I saw the movie in high school. Okay, mm, high school, college. Maybe college. I don't remember. Uh, and if then I, was I saw high school or college when it came I out. Even. I don't remember. Really? Yeah, it was in. I think it was my freshman year of college. Okay. Actually, now that that's why I'm having right. problems remembering. Um, but uh, freshman year of college, and then uh, and then I saw it on stage a uh, couple years couple years later. My hot take, which I haven't seen both in a really long time, but I liked the movie more. Mm. Um, and so, but that's not really the point here. Uh, the The point is uh, that Jonathan Larson. Gone before his time. Oh yeah, um, you know, it died young at, at thirty-five, and so we only really have three pieces of of work uh, from him. We have Rent, uh, which I guess you'd call his opus, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Tick Tick Boom, and then the show that he's putting on in Tick Tick Boom, which is I now I can't remember the name of it. Suburb, sus, Susperbia, sus, Superbia. Sus, Superbia, um, which is when they describe it in the movie, it sounds scarily like the real world, yeah. um, and that we live in right now. Yeah. It's like celebrities film their every move as television shows. I'm like, yep, mm-hmm, that yep, sounds familiar. Okay. Not just celebrities, literally everybody can do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I also really liked the film. Um, I did know it was semi autobiographical going in, um, and I knew that Rent was 
mostly based on his friends and experience, um, you know, living in New York as an artist. What is that like, you know, like writing about real life? So, you know, it's, uh, his agent says in the movie, like, write about what you know. Next mm-hmm. time, write about what you know. Because you know, he starts with this kind of like high concept science fiction. He moves to a semi-autobiography, which is Tick, Tick, Boom. So like this meta, like movie about it like you know the movie about a show that he already wrote and like whatever else and and then you and then you move on to rent which is just like the experience this is what you know what i know um but it was what i found really interesting was that like because i only had exposure to rent was actually listening to his what his musical style was like yes you know like you could pinpoint and be like oh this is the jonathan larson style because i can hear i can hear a lot of like rent in tick tick absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. You can hear the stuff that is his style come through in some of these songs, some of the runs, some of the melodies like are, are not his lyrics. His lyrics. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. hear the it's like listening to a, a, a John Williams score, you know, like you listen to Raiders of the Lost Ark or something and you're like, oh, there's yeah, little things up in there. there. There's that. There's those flutes. Those, okay. those high flutes. Right. Yeah. Like that. yeah. It's just where you mm-hmm. recognize the style. You recognize the style. And you're like, yeah. ah, same guy. Yeah. What what struck me here um, is. I mean the, the the story of a like a working actor like you know struggling in the business is maybe yep. not particularly new, uh, or uh, you know especially you know by the time that this movie comes out, sure. you know it's like a story that we are already familiar with. In some ways, thanks to Jonathan Larson, That's which right. is kind of which is kind of weird and ironic. But um, uh, what I actually was really struck with through the whole course of the film was the influence of Stephen Sondheim, considering that he passed mere weeks ago, you know, by the time that this uh, yeah. episode was released. I like, mean, he passed, like, I watched like it, days after the movie came out. Right, and I watched it post his passing. Okay. So, like, it's, and I knew he was in the movie in some form. I Like, I knew there was the voicemail of... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of of Stephen Sondheim, but I didn't know that Bradley Whitford actually played Sondheim, and yeah. he like shows up a few times. I did not um, know that and, either. I did not know that and, either, and and I thought yeah. he did a great job of that. By the way, I, I thought, thought so too. Be- because Sondheim, a legend in his own time, certainly, but like the Sondheim, apart from his melodies, which are like. Like what are you doing? What are you doing? Thirteen eight. <laughs> like what is that? But like it's his lyrics yeah. that it's kind of like Bob Dylan. We're like, wow, yeah, the music, mm-hmm. but the lyrics. Lyrics. You know, like what what are the, what are the characters saying? Um, and that that parallel between having Sondheim in the film and like the legend that is the lyricist of uh, of Sondheim, but then knowing what the like the lyricist that Jonathan Larson is yeah, like yeah. or was like that is what I found most striking is the parallel between like watching the living legend and watching the next legend kind of come to yeah. me. Um, I really, I really, uh, I enjoyed that very much. Um, Palmer, who is my co-host on Academy Rewind and uh, hosts co-host Batwoman TV talk on the Thought Bubble Audio Network. He when he watched the movie, he texted me and was like, am I supposed to like like Jonathan Larson? Because I don't really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering what your take on that was. Like, did you find him in an, in the film an enjoyable character? I thought he was overall a likable person. He, he the thing that he and I, I wonder if this is what Palmer was um, struck by. He was just not able to be in a relationship and and put his relationship, give it the attention it deserved, um, while also 
pursuing his art. Like he could, he could have, he had room for one of those things in his life and he chose the art. And mm-hmm. some can say that was the wrong choice. Some can say it was the right choice, whatever. Uh, but, um, you know, for me, I would have probably chosen the relationship because that's the kind of, that's sort of how I, I, you know, between work and, and like my, my personal relationships, I tend to put the personal relationships first, but a lot of people don't make that choice and I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's what I would have done. And maybe Palmer mm-hmm. feels the same way. And maybe that's what the, how he, he, I know from listening to you guys talk as much uh, as you do on Academy Rewind, I know that often Palmer sort of goes for like the, the, the love story. And, and, and so the fact that yeah. Jonathan Larson turned down the love story in, in favor of his, his uh, art, maybe that rubbed Palmer the wrong way. And I can see that. Um, but I thought he was a likable character. In, yeah. I, I thought that was, he was a likable character, a likable personality apart from that. Uh, if you can separate those things, like I thought he was a good friend to his friends. He was, uh, well, except for, again, except for when he was in the throes of writing and he didn't notice that his best friend was trying to tell him I am, I'm HIV positive. And he like didn't right. notice it, even though it was right there in front of him. Um, right, yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, he's like, oh, I don't have that long. And I got something big to talk to you about. Right, and right, like, right. Dude, it's right there. It's, it's right like, there. Literally right. And it's in front like, huh, oh, I wonder what he could have meant by that. Anyway, um, I think what yeah. we're seeing is a a generally decent person, generally good person who is at, at maybe not at his best. He is, he is so consumed by what he's doing that he's not being the best version of himself in that moment. But I think the movie shows you that he is generally a good person. I agree. And I also think that like, that's part of the destiny, like the journey and destiny. Yeah. Any character in any story, they're not at their best. And by the end, they're either, they've either better or worse. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of the point of storytelling in, in its basic form. So, um, and so I also did find him likable. Again, you don't have to agree with the actions of a character to enjoy their them on stage, like, their performance or on stage. And I think that knowing maybe what he was creating does help that's in some true. way. That's true. You, you know, can't you, help like, but have so this like, feeling of, like, oh, but the greater good will be served by the art he's about to create. So it's fine. Yeah, right. And that's a big kind of the that's a big motif um running through the running through the film like what kind of art are you creating? Like you talked about it, you know, the parallel with you know where the his best friend is um you know HIV positive, you know Michael, but um he you know, he kind of gave up the art for the career, the 401k and you know, he's getting he's trying to get Jonathan to be like you could make a living writing jingles. Like you write jingles for everything. Yeah. Like why well, can you just do that? Um, and I loved that scene in the the focus um oh, the focus, focus group? group room where like America, windows, freedom, like that that would drive me insane. Like you know, like I although I want seventy five dollars for sitting in a room going freedom. Yeah, like I could do that. I could literally like like I'm a wordsmith. Like yeah. I I could sit in a room and do that. And why didn't I go into advertising? Seventy five dollars. Like, in 1990 dollars is at least 150 right. bucks now so like pfft. yeah yeah i could do that yeah uh, anyway so anybody needs me for a focus group call me yeah exactly um 555 <laughs> <laughs> um gmail.com hit us up yeah please yeah there you go um so yeah, that's the email don't type that into a phone no it no it won't anywhere. work unless it's a smartphone no in which case then it will work type that into a phone indeed yeah but not into the phone app Oh, uh, sure, sure. Email app. Sure, sure, sure. yeah, this is very confusing, you know. But uh, you know what? We'll do the plugs at uh, the end. Just stick around to the end, and you'll hear how to reach us. Then, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The hair plugs. Yeah. That's that's what you're trying to tell me, right? 
Is that a bald joke? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was right there. It was I wide I mean, open. Talking about plugs. That was amazing. Um, let's, speaking of amazing Spider-Man, let's talk about Andrew Garfield. <laughs> he was great. He was really great. So he In Spider-Man, no. Yeah, no, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, he couldn't, he had never sung before this. In public. In public. Yeah, 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 yeah. Professionally. Um, And Lynn, uh, we're on a first name basis. I just call him Lynn. Um, And he calls me, who are you? Um, But uh, Lynn uh, had (laughs) him. What a strange name to call you. Yeah, I know. I keep telling him (laughs) that's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Frank. Yes. But um, (laughs) Lynn uh, had him in mind for the project and approached him and said, like, have you ever sung before? And he said, you know, I haven't professionally, but it's always a thing I've, I've wanted to pursue. He's like, okay, great. Um, but but I guess, so I guess he sort of implied, uh, depend, actually, it, different interviews he said different things. But in some interviews he's been like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really sing. But other, other interviews it's sort of like, he sort of said, yes, yeah, sure, I'd love to do it. And then started taking lessons. Um, uh, for a year. For a year. For, from, yeah. And, and Lynn was sort of like, great, well, I don't have a plan B, so this better work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm and gonna W did. like Eliza yeah, and yeah, Doolittle yeah, exactly. and My Fair Lady if if it's no good. But he was great. Um, I thought he was fantastic. He was really like inhabited excellent. the role. Yeah, I thought Andrew. I've always loved Andrew Garfield. I think that he's an unsung actor. I think. Yeah, he doesn't like, get yeah, enough Andrew credit. Garfield, whatever. But he's like really good. And I think this is maybe one of his his best, if not his best, performance um, of his career so mm-hmm, far. Mm-hmm. It's. Pretty extraordinary how he inhabits Jonathan Larson. Um, but he, like, what I find is interesting about the the movie is that, like, he inhabits Jonathan Larson's version of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he's not, it's not an objective viewpoint. It's Jonathan Larson's own show about himself now made into a movie by other people who are not Jonathan Larson's. Like, this big trend of, like, it was a concept album and then Jonathan Larson died. So someone in their early late 90s, early 2000s, the concept album was turned into a play or a musical, and that musical was now turned into a film. Yeah. So you're getting further and further removed yeah. from Larson himself, but it's still his own words, it's his own lyrics, his own songs. Like, that's what... And, and like, so to wrap that around, to have different actors now play yes. what was your autobiography, your semi-autobiography, which is now just your semi-biography. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting. It is. Like, trippy trippy like literary stuff yeah and and that also affects the format i feel like because the um yeah concept album and then and then sort of a you know three-person show that larson sort of performed but there's not like a definitive version staged version of it you know that that he has his fingerprints on it um right we'll stage of the but except that like we watch garfield as larson right perform the show so, like, exactly. perform the concept album within the musical and there's footage in the credits of him performing exactly. the exactly. concept album yes yeah yes so so there yeah. he did perform it live and like the three-person show format that we saw um them staging was a real thing that larson did um and it was interesting how they 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 went between that like they use that as a framing device at times and some songs were performed that way but other songs were performed and they would sort of cut back and forth between the stage show and the actual events that they were describing in the stage show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an interesting, interesting format, something that they couldn't have done on stage in that way. Um, film made it possible to, to, to 
um, adapt it in a totally bridge, different way. Yeah, bridge that gap. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. And I um I just I love a good piece of metafiction. It's like postmodernism mm. at its finest. Like the play within a the concept happening within a play within a movie. Like ah, oh, this is a great. It's good. It's just like a Fabergé egg. Mm. Just so many layers. Yeah. Um, until you run out of layers. Mm. Um, what, Russian nesting lots, dolls. Broadway yeah, nesting dolls. That's right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not Fabergé egg. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was talking about. Um, this Stella Artois is getting to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, a lot of cam, a lot of theater cameos in this oh film. Oh my gosh! Like, like really big one, like BB Newworth and Bernadette Peters, Bernadette. and oh. yeah, like some, you know, um. Uh, uh, what's her name? R- uh, Rivera. Cheetah um, Rivera. Cheetah Rivera um, from West Side Story. Uh, what's his name? Who played um, Phantom? Um, oh, longest running Phantom on Broadway. Uh, whose name I cannot I'm remember. Going to use my right one look up for that moment. Right. So, like, and so it's kind of like the you know, like we we freak out seeing like previous superhero people in a you know yes. conflict. Like, oh my God! There he is. There's there's Alan Slater. There's there's. Dean Kane, is that mm-hmm. Dean Kane? Um, um, so like all of that is so fun, uh, and I love that Lauren Benanti. Um, Lauren Benanti, who, yes, he, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I just I loved that, and I it felt so weird in some way to be sitting on the outside where I'm like, I don't know all of you. Like I should know all of you, but I don't like there's Brian Stokes Mitchell and Brian Roger Stokes Bart. Mitchell, thank you. Um, yeah. Roger Bart was in there and like, yes. <laughs> um, Steven Schwartz was in there. It was in the background. Steven of- Schwartz was in there. He was in the, yeah. So that, that diner scene, the Sunday song, which is like the homage to um, Sunday, Sunday in the, the park, park with George. George. So good. Uh, which was excellent. Oh yeah, because they are like here you have these like Tony Award winning people, some of the multi Tony Award winning people right. who had like you know Sondheim favorites and like all this stuff, and you're just like wow, you're all there in performing a song together. Like how wild and trippy is that? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Oh Joel yeah. Gray, Joel Gray. I knew I missed a Howard really McGillen was one. the Phantom we were. Thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, thank you. But yes, um, yeah, Brian Stokes Mitchell, you mentioned um, some. Oh, and of course, Philip Sue and Renee Lee Goldsberry from Hamilton. Yep, we have Hamilton. Yep, mm-hmm. I actually recognized them, but forgot to mention them right here. Okay, that there was actually what they were actually what tipped me off originally. I'm like, yes, whoa, here they are on that scene. Who else is in this scene? Right. Um. Yeah, and then I started, you know, then you start to look around the room, and then like now you got to start looking it up. Like, oh, Joel Gray has a beard. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like I didn't recognize him with the beard or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's just like really, really, um, just, a just fun. Um, as a sh- movie itself, I thought Lynn did an excellent job as, a, as a directorial debut. It's got a good clip. It moves, it, it you know, it moves at a good pace. It's well edited. Um, the, a lot of special effects for for the type of show that it is like there's sure. like cg renderings of the city and loved the you know the music notes um you know and the uh you know the sheet music on yes. the pool oh, that, that was, was so that was cool very, yeah very very cool um yeah i don't wonder how it plays if you well actually i do not like so my wife has never seen rent okay. she didn't know who jonathan larson was and she watched it with me and she's like that was good you know like she's like i enjoyed that but I don't think it doesn't – the story doesn't register the same way unless you really know who he is yeah. or at least have some kind of conceptual understanding of Rent. 
um, because like I'm sitting there watching the seeds of something very important happen. Right. And if you don't have that context, you're just kind of watching a struggling actor make a show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it, it's still like a compelling story and it's still interesting. The performances are great and music is great and, and all of that. But yeah, unless you sort of know who he is and what he's going to accomplish, it's not going to connect the same way, even though at the end of the film, it says like, you know, and then he made rent. Um, it's just it not the same. The beginning, even. Yeah. And the beginning. Yeah, I guess um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just not the same unless you have a little bit of a personal connection and understanding of it. Yeah, I can see that. Correct. But it's still a really, really good movie, even if you don't have that. It's still an enjoyable I agree. movie. I, I, I agree. But I think if you are like on the fence of watching it or not watching it, I would like almost recommend like I would watch Rent first, even if the movie is like yeah. some people don't love the movie, which I remember actually a criticism of the Rent film being like they're old. Like, they're all in their 30s, right. and they're, like, not, like, and they're still struggling. And I'm, like, now I'm, like, in, like, in my 30s. I'm, like, yeah, no, that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, that's that's still true still to works. me. They didn't have to be 18 and struggling to pay their bills or yeah. whatever. And they're, like, believing in art because Lar the whole thing is Larson's turning 30, and he still hasn't, like, gotten this hit. He still hasn't, like, made it. And he's, like, oh, Sondheim had his first show at 27. Yeah. Like, well, you're not Steven Sondheim. Um, you know, and then, um, and so like, I think that like, so anyway, so, like, um, so like, I would watch rent first to understand maybe the context in a, like the musical context in which the world that Larson yes. is living and then what he will go on to make. It'd be almost like, I'd be like, Oh, if you've, if you're watching a movie about the Wright brothers, but have never been on an airplane before, <laughs> like, well, yeah. you go on an airplane first, then watch the movie about the yeah. Wright brothers you'll have a better appreciation for what they're accomplishing in that moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's sort of like you're watching a prequel to something, but you haven't watched the the thing this is a prequel to. Like, okay, maybe it will have some merit on its own, but like you're going to appreciate it a lot more if you know what this is a prequel to. And it, not to say this is a prequel to Rent, it's not exactly, but in a similar way. Like, there is a, a payoff to knowing what's coming. Um, yep. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it gives, it gives con really borderline necessary context yeah i i agree um well, here's something that i thought was strange in marketing not strange necessarily but kind of like funny not haha -ha funny but you know funny um vanessa hudgens all over the trailers yes for this movie and like i'd say about three-fourths of the movie she's just like in the background yeah. there she is like being a regular person and then like she just like comes in and like sings a bit i'm like this part could have been played by almost anybody yeah why are you here <laughs> not that i like minded that she was there or whatever she did a great job was it was a it was a nice performance she, you know does her song well but it was like all right i know well you i mean there? she's a big name like, i mean that's then they clearly they had her on board to be a big name and it was interesting i think a lot of the like fan community was a little anxious at the idea that she was going to be playing the girlfriend but then when it turned out she was just playing the girlfriend or playing the actress who plays the girlfriend in the show that was sort of like yeah. oh okay that's fine then <laughs> like yeah, girl, she can sing like she you know great like fantastic she'll be really great in that um uh, but but um i i thought she was great i thought she was great and I, yeah i expected to see more of her because it was um, they made a bigger deal out of her, out of her being, 
uh, in it, but I think the trailers pretty much showed all of her stuff. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. I wasn't like waiting for more, but like I almost felt like if you were like a if you were if you're a Vanessa Hudgens fan, it was almost like watching Dune and being like, okay, whenever Zendaya is going to get here, yeah, I'm a ready bit, for a it. Bit. I had the same and thought. Yeah. Me like, yeah, and you're like, that's it, huh? That's, that's okay. That's what we got. a lot of marketing, right? Um, I actually thought that the actual girlfriend Alexander Ship was excellent, fantastic. Um, yeah, she's she's very good. She was Storm in the oh. um, la- later Fox X Men films. Um, and so she was good in those too, but uh, yeah, I just thought the whole movie was was really good. It just like if uh, one of the last films of 2021 that I watched, and I was really it was a good one to kind of go out. It on. was one of the yeah. last good ones to go out on. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So I, I <clears throat> I'm very eager to see what else Lin Manuel Miranda would hit the if he directs again. I would love to see him direct again because I thought he did. He made some very very smart. Um, choices with this movie and choices that I, I made thought some lucky choices with Andrew Garfield apparently uh, yes <laughs> yes exactly but, yeah because he knew he could act like right because yeah. he like saw him in Angels in America on Broadway right. and he was like this is the dude this is this, this is, is who I want yeah hopefully he's got some pipes in there right yeah and uh, and he you know he has an eye for talent so he he, he picked the right guy and and that he made... does have an eye for talent actually think about you yeah. think of Hamilton in the Heights whatever some of these like the people that he's like known mm-hmm. and pulled from like and i know obviously that's not all of him there are casting directors and whatever else but sure you know but like he he does have an eye for it and, he does uh, i mean the guy who played michael um was originated the role of like the young kid in um in the heights yes that's right yeah it's good stuff it's great stuff yeah um well, Frank, no one else's great stuff where people can find us. Oh, yes, that is great stuff because uh, beerwithgeeks at gmail.com, as we mentioned earlier, if you want to, um, you know, hook us up. But um, you can uh, also find us at beerwithgeeks.com or thoughtbubbleaudio.com for uh, for the rest of our shows uh, on the Thought Bubble Audio Network as well, like the aforementioned Academy Rewind with you and Palmer. Uh, you can also find all of our shows uh, anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google, Amazon, Podcatcher, whatever they're called. Um, anywhere that the podcasts are found, you'll find our shows. And um, you can subscribe, you can rate and review us. And uh, please do those things, subscribing and rating and reviews, because those help us get found by new people. Um, so that would be that would be great. Very good. I agree with everything that Frank said. Everything. Every single word. All of it was good, especially the part where you should rate and review us mm. and so people can find us. That would be excellent. It's not like the people don't find us, Frank. We've been doing this a long time. We have some very loyal followers. Oh, yes. Thank you all those people out here have been listening for a long time. But it's always, it is also good to, to grow your audience, and we're always looking forward to that. So, but until next time, I say to you, cheers. cheers.